Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the DDP Today, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and tonight, man, it's a full house. I am so excited that everyone is here. We're all here to have some fun, talk a little Toy Story Midway Mania, and uh, before we get into that, though, I've got to ask, how is everybody? Dave, I'm going to start with you. Great. Uh, Life is good. Um, We are in, I want to say, week four of spring break, which means we're nearly done in Orlando, and uh, yeah. Beautiful weather, uh, 80 degrees every day, or maybe just over, and yeah, busy, which I love. Well, I'll be adding to that crowd count very shortly. Let's just say that. When this, when you're listening to this show, you'll be, uh, I'll, I'll be down there adding to that that crowded uh, aspect of the park. So, uh, Mike, how are you, man? I'm doing good. I It's funny. I planned like five Disney trips the next couple of months because my girls are going down for cheerleading, and I don't know if I'm going to go on any of them. I'm, I'm really hoping that I can get some time off of work. I'm starting to get my schedule all laid out. So, um, rooms are booked, Old Key West, Saratoga Springs, a couple of cheer competitions. Uh, rooms are ready. I have the spots there. I know the wife and kids are going. I'm really hoping that I can get down there with them. Um, I'm kind of missing the mouse. So um, if not, I mean, listen, worst case scenario, I'll be down there for the uh, DDP today trip. But um, I'm really hoping that I can get down there in the next couple of weeks as well. Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, work's been busy for you. I love it, though. That's uh, that's awesome. Uh, Joe, buddy, how are you, man? I'm a little tired from hanging in there. Every day is a good day. That's what I always say. I love it, dude. I love it. Well, let me be a little transparent with the DDP DDP today family. so this, as we record this right now, it is uh, April the 3rd, 2022, and I will be out of town. We've got other stuff going on uh, next week, so we were actually planning on taking a week off, and we said, you know what? We're not doing that. We don't like to miss weeks. We only miss really one or two weeks a year. That's for holidays, and so we decided we're going to record two episodes tonight. So although that you are here, not hearing this until uh, after the 10th, you know, it's in that week, um, and I am in the parks. Um, We're recording this a little early because we wanted to talk Toy Story Midway Mania. It is such a great attraction for families, from everybody from the kids all the way up to the grandparents, getting in and being able to enjoy this amazing attraction and becoming competitive with one another on how you can get the best score imaginable. But before we get into Midway Mania, I got to know, guys, how good are you at this attraction? Dave, I'm going to keep you off to the side. You do not get to answer this question. I was going to... Oh, okay, fine. Nope, nope, nope. You're you're out of this. That is not a fair fight. It's like me asking Michael Jordan how good he is at basketball. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Joe. How are you with this? I, I think I'm good. I mean, I be, every time I go to the attraction with like my wife or our friends, I'm always the one that's on top. For some reason, people think because of my profession, and Mike, I think this will relate to you now, that like, you know that relates to doing well at this game. I don't see the two that being the case, but uh, I always, I'm usually in the top in the vehicle for that time frame, And then I see the top score for the day or the month or whatever it is. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not even close to that. So I think I have a lot to learn still. Uh, I'm interested. I'm interested to see what Dave has to say about this, but yeah, I, there's definitely some room for improvement. That's for sure. Mike. 
Uh, I'm the king of my family when it comes to beating them. I'm definitely better than them. Uh, but like Joe said, when I see some of those other scores, I don't even compare. I'm definitely better at Buzz than I am over at uh, Buzz Lightyear, over at Magic Kingdom, than I am better over at this. Uh, but I certainly want to hone in my skills and, and uh, definitely be one of those masters when it comes to getting my score up. That's for sure. This is one of the most tiring events you will do at Disney if you're doing it the right way. It's almost like I tell my soccer team, I'm like, if we're running and you're not sweating, it's on you. Like, if you get off Midway Mania and you haven't broken a sweat, it's on you. You're doing something wrong. I uh, This is probably the, the one I'm least good at, to be honest, if I'm going around. I, I don't know why. Can Katie beat you? Well, hold on a second. That's, that's that's like asking. No, she cannot beat me. No, 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 no. We uh, we went last night. So on Friday nights, um, especially or Saturday Saturday nights, uh, especially if we can get somebody to watch the kids. Some of our friends we like to go out and we like to brewery hop around Charleston because that's one really cool thing about Charleston is, you know, you go out and hit one spot, hit another. You're kind of on the water, you know, moving your way around. And we went to this place called Free House. And when we got there, we were pretty much the only ones there. It was like 8 o'clock at night. And they had a dartboard and a pool table, which I know Katie can play pool. And she used to growing up, she had a pool table in her basement. She's pretty good. She's not bad. Um, a dartboard, though, we had never played darts before. And so I said, hey, can I get, you know, I got my drink. And then I said, can, can I get the darts to go play? Let's just put it like this. I think, like, someone with, like, no arms would be better at darts than Katie. Like this, I've never seen someone be as bad at darts as my wife. We ended up having to move her up closer like you would like a three-year-old, and she still couldn't get it to the board. And I told her, I was like, I've never, I'm so happy people aren't here because I've never been so embarrassed to watch someone, it wasn't even called throwing darts. This was like just dropping darts. Like she would just drop them on the ground. And it was a real true embarrassment. So with that said, it's kind of the same feeling I have when I do any of these shooting games with my family at Disney. I'm going to crush them all. Riley crushes Katie, too. I was about and to say, where's Riley sitting oh, on this? Riley's definitely, it's, it's, it's between Riley and I. Uh, Riley is always leaps and bounds better than her mother. Um, but yeah, Katie's, no. I mean, look, if you really want to feel good about yourself, come on vacation with us and you ride with Katie on any of these and she will make you feel great uh, by the okay. time you get done Go doing ahead. Midway Mania. Yeah. Dave, you could do this blindfolded and score better. Just so you know. Part of me actually now wants to make that happen. Like, sit let's make it happen. Let's sit do this. Next to Katie, go on, go on with Katie, and then just as it's pulling out of the station, put on a blindfold. Put on a put on a blindfold. Psych her out and be like, let's go. I love it. Let's do this. Let's make this happen. So anyway, so that's where I stand. I'm not great at this. I'm 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 a lot like Mike. I'm much better at Buzz. Like I'll max out on Buzz. Uh, Midway Mania. I look at those high scores at the end of the day and I go, oof, okay. Someone knows what they're doing and it's not me. Um, I'm also, I will say this, I know we're not a Universal show, but check out Universal Unleashed, okay, two episodes. Uh, I, I'm i a rock star at Men in Black, like absolute rock star at Men in Black. So if anybody wants to go over there, I'll I'll crush you at that. Um, Wait, but yeah. David, are you willing to take on Melanie? Yeah, I'll take on Melanie. I know she's good. I know she's good. We've talked no, about this before. She is privately. rock star at that. She is. Yeah, I'll take she, on Melanie. She used to work on that attraction. So let's do this. Let's you take you take on Katie blindfolded, and okay. I'll take on Melanie just straight up. Just straight with up. My family, I have to shoot left-handed to even make it, and still I beat him by two, three hundred thousand. You know, 
in Men in Black. So it's not even close. Amazing. Anyway, long story short, we're okay. Right. But I do need to know a little more about this attraction. Um, you know, and how to how to score. And Dave, I know you had talked about letting us in on a few secrets to where we could do it. Yeah, so I've I've been thinking about that. And we'll get to that in a few moments because I mean, here's here's the way I look at this attraction and the way I put it to anybody that gets a little down on themselves for the score sometimes or things like that. I'm like, you really only this, this game, this attraction is like life. You're only playing against one person and that's you. Okay. Mm. Like, philosophical right it got real deep on ddp today right now okay like um no like you're if you go on this attraction and you do worse than the time than you did the time before okay maybe that needs a little bit more focus uh if you can go on this attraction and continue to increase your score do well and build upon your skill level that's all you can really ask for. That's all you can ask for in life, and that's all you can ask for here. That said, you talk up my game, and and I go, okay, I, I play this on a regular basis, and like any computer game, if you play it enough, you get good at it. Like, Mike, Justin, you play video games. You play them together, correct? And you we get do. better at it. The, yep. And you get better at it. I wouldn't say we it. get better at it, but we no. do. Okay. <laughs> Some of you get better at it, okay? Um, uh, Jason just runs around poning all of you. Anyway. That's it. Um, yep, yep. Um, so, so, yeah, like it's it's one of those things that if you practice a lot, you're going to get progressively better at it. And, yeah, there are, of course, also you might need to watch a YouTube video to find out some tricks to whatever video game you're playing. But there is also some resources that can open up some new worlds to you. So we might look into that in a little bit. But um, let, let's put in perspective a couple of things. Um, I think that if you can ride this um, particularly as somebody who does it infrequently and get over a hundred thousand points, you're doing great. Okay. Uh, if you can ride this on a regular basis and get over 200,000 points, you're, yeah, you're right on track. You're exactly, yeah. Like let's go. I ride this every couple of days, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, like multiple times a week. My personal best is 324,000 points. Now, in the grand scheme of things, that's sometimes the best this hour. It's rarely the best for the day. And I've seen a score on there which was nearly double my score. That's crazy. So in the grand scheme of things, I i don't even claim to be incredible at it. Uh, there are a couple of tour guides, uh, Elise, Charlie, uh, Aaron, a couple of friends of mine that just would smoke me like it, they it would be like i was standing still and they were running a race like i'm not even in i'm not even competing so um so yeah there but i get in there and and then there are some aspects of it that can vary depending upon who you're riding with i tell people you give me a, a competent eight-year-old who can follow instructions and I'm going to do just fine. You give me 
I want Katie. to say Katie. <laughs> Katie, you give her Katie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> Can I say that? Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and um, and there may be some aspects that you're not able to unlock because there are some unlock elements that are better when you have a second person who can who knows also what they're doing, or are at least easier. So yeah, um, but but that's all in the attraction. Can we can we talk about getting to the attraction before we yeah actually 100%. get on it because I love a Toy Story Land. Okay, now here's what I love about Toy Story Land. When you walk around the corner near the Joffrey's Coffee, the bathroom on the corner, and the place that sells Jack Jack Num Num cookies. Yes. Yes, the marketplace, it's called. The Edna Mode um, meet it, and greet is where, where Edna yeah, Mode. Right yeah, right near that Incredibles yep. area used to be, all of that. When you stand there and you look into Toy Story Land, We've talked of, uh, on a couple of occasions about how Disney tells a story and how they make you feel. This is one of the greatest transf- transformations uh, on Disney property, in my opinion, because next time you stand there, I want you to look at how everything grows away from you. As you walk in, the tree life gets higher uh, the and all the different aspects slowly get larger. And the and the feel that that then creates for you is that you're getting smaller in comparison to them. So by the time you're standing in front of Woody, you're a toy. And the idea is that you shrink as you walk into the backyard so that then when you walk over the top of the one of those uh, shoe prints in the ground, I love it. Like, uh, who knew Andy wears chucks? Um, yeah. So, like, these great shoe prints in the ground that make you feel like a toy um, right there in that moment. And my only other complaint, and I've said it time and time again, I understand that Andy's mom was a single mom of two. But plant a tree, woman. Um, Yeah, no doubt. It is so hot. It's the hottest (laughs) place on earth. People say Animal Kingdom. I'm like, nope. At least Animal Story. Kingdom has some shade. Toy mm-hmm. Story. Just when we opened that in, what was that, spring of 2017? Something like 16? that. 16? Something like yeah. that. And there were people just like fainting in line for Slinky Dog that, Dash. Because those yeah, green umbrellas Before they didn't put up exist. the parasails on yeah. Slinky Dog Dash, they, it, was, it was like you were in an oven. Remember we were there one summer. And I was standing oh. there, and I actually had my like Arctic book bag with water in it, and I thought, I'm physically going to die. This is where it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is the spot. Cool. All right. So with all of that said, the other thing that I like is that Toy Story Mania is not outside. So we at Disney don't think of Toy Story Mania as being part of Andy's backyard, per se. Because you walk inside a building, you're welcomed into Andy's bedroom. That's actually the location for that, which is why you're walking under this maze of uh, uh, puzzle pieces and uh, Uno cards and uh, shoots and ladders, board games, and is there Monopoly or something else going on in the the ceiling? There's all those board games that are stacked on the roof. Like you've created, there's this little world inside the bedroom that has been created underneath this. And it's such an amazing cue. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely love the cue. I don't, you have to think, it's probably one of the most intricate cues we see on property. 
whenever you talk about the storytelling aspect of it, you know, um, I I really like it. Mr. Potato Head, uh, when you see him, that's over the top. It's it's great storytelling. Speaking I, of which, let let's touch base with the New York boys. Yeah, uh, uh, you got to love that potato head sarcasm, guys. I mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> oh, of course. Uh, I just of, love men, how men he, of many words. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I just love how he. Inter- <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, no, mm-hmm. I love how he interacts with people. Uh, he sees them right there in the queue. He refers to them. Um, can do a question and answer moment. Like there's so much interactive element, and it's all in that sort of smart alecky. Yeah. New York, New Jersey kind of tone in the way it's delivered. It's one of those things where, like, the uh, Mike, have you seen it since you've moved south? Like, it's almost hard to get mad at people down in the south. I've been saying that for weeks. I can't tell you how many times I'm so upset with something or, like, I'm on fire and I'm ready to rip into them. And they're like, well, how was your day, sir? Well, it was terrible. Oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm just like, wow, they really took you down off the ledge because you're just so ready <laughs> to snap at them. And they're just so nice. And it's like, I so want to unleash the New York, New York on you. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> we'd be throwing fists by now. And instead, I'm like, I'm asking them how their kids are by the end of the sentence. You know, they're telling me about their family life. And then I'm like, wow, this is just, it's so much different down here. It's, it's that I've been telling Laura that the entire time, it, uh, every time I've had an issue, especially with customer service. It's the pace of life down here. It's so much slower in, in, the, Carol, in the Carolinas. Um, Joe, you know it because you, you know, your, fa- uh, your wife's family's from up this way and you're up this way quite a bit. And I think I think Florida is even a faster pace than than we are here in the Carolinas. Well, I will say it depends on what kind of part of Florida. Even where Dave is in, in Orlando is night and day difference from where I am in Volusia County. Uh, it's a little bit slower here than Orlando. Look, I'm just driving around property this weekend. It's like it's like gangbusters, right? You know. But then go up I four about forty five minutes, and it's a little bit different. So, but yeah, the Carolinas is great. I mean. Actually, I will be down there uh, this coming week. Uh, it's Masters week, so I'll be going to the Masters. But that whole area of Columbia and Augusta, yeah, and I got to throw it in there. I'm sorry, man. But, yeah, it's a much slower, better way of life. It really is. It's like because it makes you realize, like, why are you getting so upset about things? You know, it's – but, yeah, it's much I absolutely nicer. love it. Well, I tell you what. Uh, Dave, do us a favor. Why don't you take over and why don't you let us know how we can become Masters at this amazing attraction? So – I'd love to, um, but I don't want to. What? Um, I I don't want to. Why? There, because the, there are some things that, that that need to be like, you know what? But we're brothers. No, no, I've got a solution to this. Um, I need the three of you to leave. Now. <laughs> oh, no, all right. Get out. All right, everybody out. Cool. Close the door behind you. Don't let it hit you. Hey, are they gone? None of the others slipped in. Everybody's out but me. I think it's just me. Okay. So here's why I needed to kick them out. Okay. I need nobody else in the room for this. Because now that we've had a little bit of a conversation about Toy Story Mania, I wanted to take a moment and take you through Toy Story Mania on how to get an awesome score. Now, You might be wondering why I've kicked him out. And the reason is, is that at some point in the future, I'm going to be playing a game of Toy Story Mania against Justin, Joe, Mike. It's going to happen. It's probably not going to happen on this DDP trip coming up in July, but it's going to happen at some point. 
and I don't want to give away all my secrets. Okay. I don't want them knowing this. I just want to share this with you. So DDP family, if you haven't already done so, grab your notebook and paper of paper and a pen, invisible ink if necessary, whatever it is you need to do to write this down, to remember it so that only you have it. Okay, this is not the episode to be sharing with the rest of the family. For, the, for all they know, the whole episode was just us talking about the queue. Okay, you don't need to share this. This is Dave taking you into Toy Story Mania. Okay. Some gameplay can actually happen before you're even seated in the vehicle. And here's why. Okay. Because I'm right-handed. and my wife is left-handed, and if we sit in the incorrect locations in this vehicle, we spend the whole game bumping elbows, okay? And you don't need that, okay? Nobody needs that. So make sure you think about this. If both people are right-handed, both people are left-handed, it's not a major issue, okay? But if you do have somebody that is other-handed to you, you might want to think about where you sit, okay? Maybe you're ambidextrous and you're going to do it just to throw them off. I don't know. That's getting a little weird. And maybe even a little hyper-competitive. But things to think about before you get in. All right. Once you are in the ride and you're moving, whether you're riding the third track that was put in later or the either of the first two tracks, Everything is exactly the same. All the screens are uh, the same. The gameplay is the same. So the first screen you stop at is going to be the practice round. All right. A couple of things to think about. Yes, you want to make sure that your gun works. Okay. Make sure that that cannon in front of you is firing. Make sure it's like properly calibrated and aiming in the correct location. Um, Otherwise, you may need to voice your disdain from the outset if there is something wrong with it and get a do-over uh, before you've even got started. But here's the thing. Do not waste your energy on the practice round, okay? I tell people, if you, if your arm does not hurt when you come off this ride, it means you didn't play hard enough, okay? And I mean, this is this is where it starts, okay? You want to make sure it works, but let's not go too crazy on that practice round. You're getting no points for it. At the very end of that, the first the thing you hear is Rex goes, now, or Jesse on one version goes, now you're ready to score some points. And Rex goes, now we're doing it for points or something like that. So they've even told you, you've got nothing, okay? And it's about to get real serious. Okay, the first competitive scene of Toy Story Mania is going to be what I call the barnyard. Okay, it's got all the animals popping up all over the place. Lots of them are a uh, hundred points only. All right, there are a bunch of uh, animals that appear at the bottom. I think they're like groundhogs or gophers or something going on down there uh, that often pop up with thousand points. All right, and there are two ways to get a decent amount of points on the barnyard scene. In one of the corners, bottom left or bottom right, it varies depending upon which screen you wind up on, but it's always there, is a hen house. And on top of it is a fox. If you shoot the fox, three hens run out. The values of the hens are a thousand, 
2,000, 1,000. So the fox at 500 points, followed by 4,000 points in chickens that run out, you can sit and just do that. Hit the fox, three chickens, get a few other things while it resets. Hit the fox, get a few chickens, redo, uh, hit a few other things while it resets. You can do that over and over and over again. All right? And that's going to get you somewhere in the vicinity of about thirty to 35,000 points just on the opening scene, just on that barnyard if you do nothing else but that. Okay? You've got to fire pretty quick, but it's completely achievable. Alternatively, all the way up the back, uh, about two seconds after it begins, there's a mouse that is running near the barn. If you get the mouse as he gets to the barn and gets on the barn, the barn then flips upside down, and within it, there are three mice. Those three mice are valued at 2,000 points each, but they're a little hard to hit because they appear and then they disappear again. So you've got to be anticipating where they're going to be, once you hit all three of those, the barn flips back up the other way, and then there's thousand-point mice spread all over the entire scene. So you've got to hit the mouse, hit the three mice within the barn, and then you get mice all over the screen, each of them worth a thousand points. If you do that, you can also get, depending upon how well you know it, somewhere in the vicinity of about 30,000 points. You probably get a few more if you're uh, new to this uh, using the hen house approach, but if you're really good at it, you can get as much, as many, or if not more uh, with, the, with the barnyard and the barn flipping upside down mice approach. Two options within that level. All right, as soon as you're done with that, you go around to the next screen, which is going to be the volcano. Now, a lot of people know the first part of this volcano, okay? But I'm going to go over it just in case. There's lots of different balloons that are around, but the one you want to focus on initially is all the way at the very top of the volcano. There is a single wiggly balloon uh, that kind of looks like a piece of lava coming out the top. You want to hit that balloon. Hit a few other things for a few moments because that then resets with two balloons. Hit both of those. Hit a few other things for a few moments, and then the third one happens. When you get all three of them and you've popped them, one, then two, then three, the volcano explodes, and each of those balloons at the top is worth a thousand po uh, 500 points. All right. But if you can shoot a dart through the middle of them as they're coming out, you can actually hit like three or four with a single dart, racking up your score really quick. Okay. As soon as the volcano stops exploding, you're then going to be faced with uh, something that needs both of you to do it. Okay. As soon as that volcano stops exploding in each of the corners, the top left-hand corner and the top right-hand corner, an asteroid appears. And this is the bit that most people don't know about within this scene. The asteroid, an asteroid appears and it's only worth a hundred points, which means people don't look at it. But if you hit it, it drops a little lower and it makes for 200 points. And then it drops a little lower and it makes for 500 points. If you hit it three times and you get both asteroids on both sides done, at that moment, asteroids start of balloons start crashing into the middle of the screen. 
And these balloons are worth 2,000 and even sometimes 5,000 points, which means you need to have done the volcano as quick as possible, got the ones coming out the top, which are worth 500 points each. Then each of you need to do an asteroid. And if you do all of that as quick as possible, you get somewhere in the vicinity of three to five seconds of shooting balloons uh, that are worth a whole lot of point value. So it does take a little bit of cooperation and you've both got to be on the same page. But as soon as that volcano is open over, hit the asteroids and then you get absolute bedlam happening on the screen for a few moments. Uh, and you've got to do it as quick as possible to make the most out of that time. All right. Once we've done the volcano scene, we move and you are taken to the plates. Okay. This is a whole lot of fun with those crashing plates and those baseballs that are hitting the, hitting the different plates. Um, but what I need you to do is start spraying and hitting whatever you want initially. However, about two and a half seconds after they start that level, you're going to have pink or purplish mauve. I don't know, really know what color to describe it as. Um, a, let's call it pink, a pink popping plate. Oh, that's a fun way to, uh, sentence to say. You've got a pink popping plate. Now these appear between the mountains. Okay. There's a big mountain in the middle and then there are smaller mountains, one on either side. Between those mountains at that two and a half second mark, you're going to see a plate pop up. and then you're going to see an, uh, and then there's, it's going to happen on both sides. You both need to hit that popping plate on both sides. Now, if you're playing with somebody who isn't terribly good at this, it is possible to hit both of them at the same time. I recommend aiming to the far side and then, and shooting as many balls as you can in that area, ready to hit that plate as it comes up and then swiveling across and getting the one closer to you on your side. Um, a few moments after. Okay. So once they have popped and you get both of them, assuming you get it really quick, the middle mountain falls down. It kind of like, yeah, fades away. And this big tank appears and this tank starts throwing plates, 5,000 point plates, and it's going to throw six of them. Now, if you're greedy, you may want to try to take all six of them which will net you 30,000 points alone. Okay. But if somebody has helped you do it just in the interest of integrity and being a good person, you might need to share those plates a little bit. Okay. So there is other things going on for you to hit when it, the plate initially fires to the right hand side person. Okay. And if the plate is firing to your, your co-rider who has also assisted in getting those plates to activate and you're being a good sport and sharing those plates. Uh, there are four popping plates on each side, each worth 2000 and they kind of go off in a little bit of a wave effect. So it gives you the opportunity to like have this wave of them uh, happening on either side. So when you're not getting a 5,000 point plate thrown at you, there is still 8,000 points on your side that you need to be hitting, plus 
all of the other plates that are still appearing across the bottom, those 100, 500 point plates, and even a couple of thousands thrown into the mix there. Uh, it's a really great uh, level that gives you some great points, but the most points are going to come on the next frame, on that next scene, because once you've done the plates and you've got all of that happen, you're going to go around to the aliens on the rocket. All right. Now, the best way to describe this is it's like a game of whack-a-mole. Once you've hit one of those aliens, about one to two seconds later, they pop back up. Okay. And herein lies the challenge. Do not worry about anything at the bottom of the screen. Okay. All the stuff around the bottom of the screen, there'll be time to get a few points from that in a few moments. However, what you're going to do, and this is possible to do on your own, but it is way easier when you have a person riding with you who can assist, is you want to get all of the aliens that are on the rocket. Okay, just the rocket. Don't worry about anything else going on. There's a big purple rocket in the middle and you want to get all of those. One person start at the top, one person start at the bottom and work your way towards the middle. Or if you're trying to do it on your own, start at one end and go like crazy because it's really difficult to do. I have been able to do it on my own, but it's not as easy as it even sounds. So once you have got all of those off that rocket, the rocket does this zippy little thing where it flies away and behind it, a big robot mouth comes up. Now, the first moment where that robot mouth pops open, it's going to have the number 100 written on it. And that means that for every ring you get into that mouth, it's going to be worth 100 points. Nice and simple, 100 points. However, at that moment when it opens with the 100 points, you've got a bunch of other 500 and even a 2,000 and maybe even one of those weird 5,000 aliens that drop in occasionally on the screen. In my opinion, the first round of the mouth, don't worry about it. Okay. However, it, that mouth will open and then it will close. And when it closes, it waits for a moment and then reopens with 500 points per ring, which means over those next few seconds, every ring you throw in its mouth is going to be 500 points. Here's the thing to remember. On some of these levels, you're going to have a more direct approach with the way you are shooting. Okay, the darts, the gun that comes up in a few moments, uh, the baseballs, they all fly pretty direct. However, the ring simulates a ring toss style game. And what it does is it's going to have you need to arc them a little bit. There's a bit more of a finesse when you're on this particular level, making sure that you arc them up over getting them onto anything or getting them into the mouth. If you try to shoot directly at the mouth, they're going to fall short and you'll be getting no points. So make sure you're doing that little bit of a finesse to shoot at just a fraction higher uh, than you would need uh, on most of the other levels. All right. After the 500 one, it shuts for a moment. Try to shoot everything else for a few seconds. Try to get a few extra points on some of those other options that are available because the next time it opens is a thousand. 
same again. When it closes, it reopens with 2,000 points per ring. I have got in excess of 70,000 points just on that scene, just on the ring toss where you start with the aliens on the rocket. I have got in excess of 70,000. Uh, my personal best on that level is 72,000 just on the rocket scene. So it is one of the highest scoring opportunities and it requires a lot of focus and being ready. Uh, as I said, it is possible to do the rocket on your own. However, it is much easier if you have somebody who is able to help. I've found even a solid like six-year-old is able to give you uh, a good job at getting like, you tell them, hey, you start at the top. I'm going to start at the bottom. We'll work our way towards the middle. Um, remembering to only get the stuff on the rocket. All right. When all of that is done, it's going to take you to the beginning of the final scene. All right, this is, for want of a better uh, terminology, this is Woody's Roundup. Woody's Roundup scene begins with seven 100-point targets on the screen. When you hit them, they pop open. And the best way I like to describe these is I refer to them as a flower and petals because you've got that flower initially, and when you hit it, all the petals kind of spring off and make it look all, all flower-like. You've then got to hit the 500, and I think there might even be an occasional 1,000 uh, target thrown into those petals that have emerged. When you do it, it resets as a 500-point target. Don't hit it again. It's a trick. Move on to the next one. All right, there are seven of them on the screen, and when, they, uh, when you get them as the 100-point target, you then get them as, and they get all the petals that came off that original 100-point target, move on to the next one. As soon as you have cleared all seven flowers and their petals that come off, all of those petals disappear, even if there's some others that have re-emerged on the screen in the craziness that has ensued. And as they reappear, they are all 1,000 and 2,000 point targets all over the screen. If you do this as quick as possible, you only get about three, maybe four seconds of shooting at these 2,000 point targets that are all over the screen. I say aim for those 2,000 pointers and make it count because very shortly after that happens, even if you do it as quick as possible, you're still only going to get a few seconds and then they all disappear and we start that moving. All right. Now, when it's moving, you're given an option. Sometimes there's hundred point targets. Sometimes there's 500 point targets and there's even occasionally some 1000 point targets. However, a bunch of the 500 point targets, if there's two of them right next to each other, when you get both of them, the 2000 point, a 2000 point target appears right in proximity to them. All right. It's activated by getting both of the 500s. I recommend not shooting for the 100s. Obviously, it's a fifth of the points value, and it doesn't activate anything. Aim for those 500s, get the 2,000. Aim for another two 500s, get the, get the 2,000. Uh, just keep doing that as much as possible. Then you arrive at the 
mine carts that are bringing the targets towards you. Uh, in the interest of good sportsmanship, yes, there is two sides to this with usually an equal value happening on the screen. So shoot yours and all of that. In addition to that, there is a small bat hanging just above your carts that are coming towards you. There's two carts on the left-hand side, two carts on the right-hand side, and there's a bat on either side as well. When you hit the 1,000-point bat, he then flips upside down and is now standing almost upright, and above his head is a 5,000-point target. All right? So you want to try to get those. Uh, make sure you don't lose 6,000 points that are just sitting there being given to you. And then that final target drops into place. Now, I've asked a few friends of mine that have worked on this game, uh, worked at this attraction, and have played this game a lot, and almost all of them will tell you it doesn't really matter. There's certain people on the internet that want to tell you, oh my goodness, you have to both aim at the same target because it increases your score. My understanding is it still tallies your score based on how many times you've hit a target and the corresponding point value that would have been assigned is assigned. That said, if you hit it as quick as possible and you're both firing, it also gives you one giant pile of gold at the end, which looks much more impressive. Uh, both are options to you, but um, to the best of my knowledge, it doesn't actually change your score if you do your target and they do theirs, or you both choose to aim for the same target. Uh, that is available to you. And then, with all that said and done, you have hopefully hit a whole lot of points and your arm is just about ready to fall off. You're going to head to that final screen, which will tell you your score. It'll take you around one final corner where you'll get the opportunity to see the best in your cart uh, is shown on the screen. It will also show you the color that the gun was used to get that. So that way you know exactly who it was that scored it. Um, if you paid attention when getting in, who was on what color, uh, other than that, the other, uh, it'll also then tell you the best this hour, the best today and the best this month. Uh, please do not be put off by the best this month score. Those 500,000 point tallies are usually somebody like a guest who rides it almost every day. Uh, some of our annual pass holders come consistently to the parks, and this is uh, something that they enjoy. Uh, in addition to that, sometimes it's set by some cast members who either work on the attraction or ride it on a regular basis. I know a number of friends that have some very, very good scores uh, on this attraction that they can consistently get. Um, so just a quick recap. The opening barnyard scene, you've got the option of the hen house or the mice. Then for the volcano, you've got the lava followed by the asteroids on both sides. When you get to the plates with the mountains, you've got the popping plates um, with the tank that appears. When you get to the rocket with the whack-a-mole, you've then got to get everything on the rocket and the robot mouth will open, remembering to finesse those things in. And then on that final Woody's Roundup scene, you have flowers and petals. It is as simple as that. A, a quick 25-minute breakdown of this uh, attraction, something for you to listen to when you're standing in a line maybe next time you're uh, here in Disney World. Uh, and I hope, I hope 
I am able to improve your score. Um, once again, you don't have to share the information in this episode with anybody in your family. Uh, I do ask that you don't keep it from that you do keep it from Mike, Joe, and Justin because yeah, I don't want them knowing. This is just me sharing it with you, uh, uh, my my friends in the DDP. So uh, please, please uh, take some notes and figure out. What elements you're going to bring to your next game? Uh, the thing to remember is you're not going to get all of these the very next time you play it. Uh, it is one of those things that you have to keep practicing. And the more times you come and visit us in Disney World, and the more times you get to ride Toy Story Mania, the better you will get. Uh, the other thing to remember is I recommend taking a break between rides uh, because, yeah, your arm is going to be tired. Um, go and ride some Slinky Dog and then come on back. And with that, I think we are going to bring him back in. And I think it is time for some picks of the week. All right, DDP Today family. Dave, I'm so glad you got to inform them on some of these amazing tips and tricks to uh, progress their skills when it comes to this game. Yeah, they're um, going to kick your butts now. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little afraid. I, I am afraid. I would like to see them you know, maybe uh, before and after on your scores, you know, what you've had before, maybe you've taken some snapshots on what you've done. And now that after Dave's kind of coached you on what to do, post them, post them on our Facebook page because we have an amazing Facebook family. And that brings me to my favorite thing every week. And that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for it's us time to for get us our, to picks, get of the our week. picks of the Week. All right, guys. Great pictures this week. Uh, Justin, what's your first pick of the week? Yeah, I'm going with my good buddy, Ashley LaVorne Cook. Uh, she says, the house is a mess and I'm making shirts. Must be going to Disney in two days. Ashley, I understand because we're heading to Disney in a few days too. And I swear, it's... Once again, I'm going to talk about my wife for a second. My wife lays out every single Disney item she's ever owned in the history of the world and just says, I've got to see it out to maybe see if I can pack it or not. And I'm just like, there's so much stuff on the bed. And then it all fits down in this beautiful little Mickey you know, suitcase that we bought in the parks. Um, but she is making shirts, says World Traveler, and uh, I hate that I'm going to miss you. Um, as this is playing, I'm in the parks, but you are just getting home. So uh, I hope you had an amazing, amazing vacation. And I can't wait to see you guys in July at the DDP uh, meetup and cruise and all that fun stuff. So that is my pick of the week. Very good. Dave, what's your pick of the week? So my pick of the week uh, is going to be Lindsay Watkins Nader uh, posted today. And we've already addressed that we're going to, that we're messing with the timeline uh, going a little Loki here. So, but posted today uh, at our date of recording regarding the challenges of getting to uh, Disney world. Um, there have been, I know today, uh, Spirit Airlines canceled multiple flights. There's all sorts of weather challenges going on. Uh, and she wrote, not even canceled flights can keep our fam from rope dropping this morning. Southwest had canceled flights yesterday afternoon. They drove through the night and checked in at Bay Lake Tower at 6 a.m. Uh, and were in Magic Kingdom bright and early uh, 
definitely wasn't the planned start for spring break, but you got to do what you got to do to get your Disney on. That is how to rally. Okay. Like in these moments of challenge, we, that we show our nature by uh, how we respond uh, to these moments. And I, I love it. Like, yeah, pivot, figure out what you're doing and get to Disney world. I love it. I was so impressed with it. Um, uh, they're in the parks. I hope I get a chance to run into them in the next couple of days while I'm around. Pivot. Yes, that. <laughs> Very good. Joe, what's your pick of the week? My pick of the week goes to uh, Ravi Bremer. I met Ravi uh, for the first time this past weekend. Great dude. Uh, was at the meetup with us over the uh, Run Disney weekend. And uh, I picked it because he has a picture of himself uh, at Gideon's Bakehouse down at Disney Springs. He just says first timer. And that's all, that's all he says, but that's all you need to know because I'll say it now and I'll say it again. There's a lot of things that people think are overrated at disney world gideon's is not one of them i stopped at the gideon's in orlando on the way home from this past weekend and yeah it's everything everybody says it is absolutely fantastic so worth the wait ravi i hope you enjoy gideon's as much as i enjoyed my gideon's i had for dessert tonight and he gets my pick of the week now i'm just hungry mike how about yours <laughs> Uh, my pick of the week is food involved also, and my pick of the week is going to go to Katie Branning, and she mentioned me in her post, actually, and says, saw this and thought of you, uh, 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 Zebra Dome lovers, uh, and she knows that I love coffee, and I love Zebra Domes, and it's very cool. It was the picture of the, the brew at Boma, the flavors of Africa for breakfast, Joffrey's Coffee and Tea, Cold Brew South African Cream Liquor, uh, topped with a whipped cream and a Zebra Dome. That sounds absolutely awesome. I hope I make it down on my trip and I hope that's still there when I get down there and that's very cool and thank you for that and it's a definitely my pick of the week I absolutely love it amazing picks this week people in the parks having a blast people thinking about Disney uh, it's always so much fun uh, guys if you have not done so right now go and join us over on Facebook DDP Today Facebook family there uh, lots of great opportunities to interact meet amazing people um, catch up with people in the parks whether it be one of the four of us the host or maybe just somebody that you have met through the Facebook page or through this community and that's always the greatest thing for us is when we see you guys interacting and we see those friendships that have formed and, and those bonds that have been there for over the last four years. Um, it means everything to us. So we appreciate you guys. Um, also, look, if you'd want to be a part of the patron family, support the show. For as little as $2 a month, you can do that. Lots of great tiers that you can select. I will sell everybody right now. There is an e-ticket open right now. There's an e-ticket open, so if you are wanting to head over to that, uh, you can jump on that e-ticket. You get video of the show, lots of other cool stuff as well. So uh, lots, not only that, lots of great stuff. You, not only that, you can be on an episode. With you get to be on an episode. Oh, come yep. on. So we will be reaching out. We had Cat on, and now we'll be reaching out to our next person here uh, this month after I get back and setting that up. Um, but lots of great stuff. Of course, if you love the show, love what we're doing, go slap us five stars. We appreciate you, and that helps us uh, grow the show, reach more and more people. So with that said, guys, a little bit of a, uh, a hidden episode for the three of us. Somebody doesn't want to share its secrets, but I know I'll be going back and listening myself so I can really crush Riley and Katie even more. Oh, that defeats the purpose. Yeah, oh. see, now I'm there. Uh, but it's so much fun. We'll start with you, Dave, since you did share all those great secrets. Let's close this up. Thank you so much. Uh, I I love the opportunity to to talk about uh, something that I'm passionate about to, uh, and to peel back the curtain and let uh, 
it's one of those things where this is a fun little secret to share. There are some secrets you want to keep to yourself, and this is one of those secrets you want to share um, and let others build and uh, and join in the fun. So uh, Toy Story Mania is an incredible experience. Uh, if your arm doesn't, I said it earlier, if your arm doesn't hurt at the end, you didn't try hard enough. And I will leave you by saying that uh, talking about that pain that comes with your uh, having tried at Toy Story Mania. Uh, one of my favorite things, if I get a chance to make a shirt, I think I need to buy a cricket for that. Uh, if I Why don't get you just wait that, and we'll make your shirt and we'll sell it? Ooh. Oh, there you go. Um, I would like it to be this. Uh, I want a picture of Woody when he's getting uh, when he's getting mended in uh, Toy Story 2 where his arm has ripped and he's got like extra stuffing like in that part. And then underneath, I simply want it to say, every day is arm day at Toy Story Mania. So, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, that's, yeah. Solid. That's, my, that's solid. That's my, that's my thing that I would like made. Well, um, Joe, you closing up? Yeah, so I am definitely looking forward to circling back on this episode and listening to what any kind of tips or tricks Nailed. Dave has for all of us. Uh, I know... My Toy Story game has gotten progressively worse over time. I'm still over the 200,000s, but I'm getting worse, Dave. I see my scores going down. So I definitely, my game needs a little bit of revival. So definitely looking forward to that. And uh, whenever this matchup comes with the blindfold, I'm hoping this comes during uh, the summertime before our cruise. I want to be there to witness this. I think it's going to be epic. I absolutely love it. Mike, how about you, buddy? You know, we always love to brag, and you know, you were always known the people that they always say, "Hey, that's the Disney person, that's the Disney guy, that's the Disney girl." We always ask them for the Disney advice. Now that you have this little extra info that Dave gave us, you can even impress your friends when you go to the park. So I think it's very cool, Dave. Thank you for that. Uh, peeling back the curtains a little bit, you know, Justin gets to do the edit, and I get to do the test listen. So I'm going to be just as good at this as you guys yeah, are. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm excited, uh, Dave. Thank you so much for those little tips, and uh, I'm certainly not going to share them with my family. I absolutely love it. Uh, DDP Today family, we love you, and we hope you're having an amazing time, whether it be on spring break. You know, we're getting into the warmer weather. We're getting into that summer coming very shortly. Um, so all those kiddos, make sure you're finishing up that school year really well. And uh, I can't wait to see everybody in the parks uh, down, hopefully, this July. If you're looking to book the DDP Today cruise or Disney before or after, make sure to get a hold of us at show at awaywithmetravel.com. And uh, I cannot wait to see you, give you a hug, and say thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting the show and letting us be a part of your Disney family. So until next time, guys, I hope everybody has an amazing week. Keep it positive, spread some Disney cheer, and we will see you real soon. Have a good night, everybody. Cheers. Have a good night. See you guys. On behalf of the Disney dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin, let the wonder and that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.